This, this is the Our Auto Expert Podcast. Find us on air, online, on mobile, and on your smart speaker. Please subscribe at ourautoexpert.com. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Now, here's the host of Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Nick Miles. Locally created and nationally celebrated from the northwest of the southeast, this is the World's Car Radio Show. It has a throttle, we'll feature it on air, online, on smartphone or on smart speaker. This is our auto expert, where two million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm your host, Nick Miles, and uh, we have Anthony. Oh, listen to you go. I, I'm, I clap because it makes me happy, Nick. It does, um, that's not the only thing that makes you happy, is it? No. Um, Auto Andy and Auto Anthony are here. Wow, that's a mouthful. We're cousins. <laughs> Your brothers from completely different parents. I feel like that there's some kind of prejudice just because our names start with A that we're grouped <laughs> together. But you're both on the show because you have A's. Do you, do you know we, how to drive a manual? I can drive a manual. Okay. It's, it's not pretty, and it's been a few years, but it is something that uh, goes on the resume, yes. Okay, that's where, okay, fine, then we can carry on then. That's where we differ. I don't know what the <laughs> manual at all. I would just stare at it and cry. So that's, okay. That's how you can tell us apart, Nick. Yeah, you did drive an um, uh, an electric car today, or t- uh, two different electric cars over the last 24 hours, didn't you, Andrew? I'm not ready to talk about it. But I did. Yeah, I it's didn't have, Yeah, I didn't have the best experience today, Nick. I'm not gonna lie. Why? Wait, what? Which one didn't you like? The one. It's like a helicopter, oh. pig, horse, sled, <laughs> motorbike. I was on a conference call today out of the building, and my phone was incessantly ringing with um, video chats and phone calls from Andrew. I'm like, what's going on? Like, is someone died? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Did it take flight? And I'm, I'm Almost. on really important for phone calls with Fox Sports, and I text him, what, what's going on? And he's like, I can't get the Mazda unplugged. I'm, <laughs> like, I can't get the plug out of the electric Mazda. I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> it was so hard. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you have to unlock the car. I've done everything. I've started it. I've stopped it. I put it on its roof. I've done a dance. What was wrong, Andy? Well, partly me, but also, <laughs> also it, for some reason, it was real finicky, and I had to have it turned all on. Like, I was going to leave, but I didn't want to leave. But I was trying to leave, but the car didn't know that. I don't know what you were doing. Just to move it so I could get a better shot of something. For those people that have never had an electric car, when you plug it in to charge it, there are some safety features involved. So imagine that you plug it in on the street to charge it and some Yahoo walks along and unplugs it just to be nasty to you so you don't get a full charge. They have safety features so that can't happen. So you can't just pull the charger out of the vehicle and walk away. It's locked in and to get it out, you have to basically unlock the vehicle with the key fob. I said, you know, you have to unlock it. And sometimes you have to hit it twice just to unlock it. And then you have to push the button and then pull it out. I've done all that. I've started it, stopped it. Nothing's happening. He stood on the side of the car using his full body weight to pull it. Nothing. Yeah. There's footprints in the side of the car. Yeah. I was trying to, I was acting like it was a sword in the stone. <laughs> you were the chosen one. Yeah. Or apparently gonna, not. I was going to be today, damn it. <laughs> Uh, by the power of Grayskull! Yeah, I, Nothing. Did, I didn't feel like He-Man at all. <laughs> it was a horrible experience. 
Not he, man. Couldn't get it out. I've never cursed at an inanimate object more in my life. Really? <laughs> well, it was so frustrating. It, it didn't make any sense. I did literally everything. I talked nice to it. I put it in reverse. Moved it a little <laughs> bit in case it just didn't like the spot it was in. Are you sure? Because usually it won't even start if you have the if the charger plugged in. Well, see, it was acting all poltergeisty today. I finally got it out <laughs> after a long, long deliberation and a lot of trial and error. For anybody that's just joined the uh, the show uh, right now, we're talking about an electric charger in a car. In case you were confused about what we were talking about, I'm in the it, room and I wasn't quite <laughs> actually. It's, a, it's it's I I mean I get it I, because I would probably if I was 16 I'd probably be that dude that walks by and unplugs it just <laughs> and I'd probably put on TikTok like how that'd be my username like the electric car band. Of course it would. So I understand, but you know, maybe you know, cars are so dang smart. Like they can know when people are walking in front of you. Why can't they know it's it's master? And just to let the thing out, just let it go. I have the key in my pocket. I'm not trying to do myself wrong. Um. Yeah. Well, they they need to get to know you. Got to get to know you well. They need to know you. They well, need to understand you. They need to start to read your feelings and intentions. I mean, can we just expedite that part? Because today was really humbling. I have to ask you a question. So we've been, we had two electric cars in the studio this week. Mm -hmm. We have this really cool Akimoto, which is from a company in Eugene. We're going to be talking to them on the show in the future. It's a, a one plus one. You sit, the driver sits with a passenger behind them. Looks very much like a microlite. If you've ever seen a microlite, except it doesn't doesn't fly um, much to the disappointment of Andrew. The Archimodo FUV, is that right, Andy? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what the FU means. <laughs> you know personal. what the V yeah. stands for vehicle? Okay, FU yeah. vehicle. Yeah, I've got that um, part. It steers like a motorcycle. It has three wheels, two up front, one up back. It's electric. It does 100 miles on a single charge, no windows. It's made of sort of um, tubing. Uh, it has doors, front and back, heated seats, heated handlebars. Heated seats, no windows. No windows. Yeah, so you get that yeah, shot on a yeah, 31 not, degree day. It's you not the, the weather. Huh? Not the way. 26 tomorrow. It's not the weather to be driving it around snow. But we have Sam. My chocolate lab has been sitting in the back as we've been taking little rides. Um, and uh, it's fun. It does 100 miles on a single charge. We've also had the Mazda CX-30, which is their first all-electric uh, car, which is a two-door, but it has coach doors in the back. So it has these sort of little half doors in the back. You can get four people in it. Well, we had three in it yesterday, right, Andy? Yeah, it was comfy cozy. Um, and that does 100 miles on a single charge. But CES, which is the Consumer Electronics Show, traditionally goes on on the first week of January. And of course, because of COVID, it's been a little topsy-turvy this year or for 2022. And, and a lot of companies pulled out. And Mercedes are ready to introduce their brand new EQXX, the Vision EQXX, which they're saying is going to do 621 miles, which is the longest mileage of any car ever um, on a single charge. So that's a big difference. That's 100 in those two vehicles that we've been playing with this week to 621 miles in that new Mercedes. And that's, by the way, on the Welp cycle. When Welp cycle is the European tested cycle, whereas we in America do a different testing system. Of course we do. Oh, yeah. metric. We, we, no, they have metric. Your metric is Europe. 
Um, so the whelp cycle is what Europe does its testing on, which generally is uh, more favorable to distance versus, so it's a thousand kilometers, which translates to roughly 621 miles. It'll be less when, when we get hold of it because we, we, we managed to downgrade everything from Europe. But even so, 621 miles is a long way. So the question to you guys is, how far is long enough on a single charge to make you comfortable to own an electric car? Mm, I got a number in mind. Okay. I've, I think the over-under should be at 200. Really? Does that... Is well, that, there's plenty of cars that do 200. I think 200 is good. I, I mean, how far, at least in the United States, am I going to go 200 miles without there being a charge? I mean, does that is that taken into account at all? There's a lot of car companies that like to talk to you. Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> it might be an easy sell. Um, you are an easy sell. Like, most people are a 300, 350 mark. Okay. Uh, even though that's probably at least a week's mileage for most people. Most, most people drive less than 40 miles in a day. The average commute is around 20 miles when there's no COVID. Mm-hmm. The average commute is around 20 miles in the US every day. And that's one way. So under 40 miles round trip every okay. day. So you could charge up at work for a lot of people. Now... That's saying if you live in a state where charging is easy to access, there's 14 of them. Now, if you live in, you know, Idaho, <laughs> you might be Less pushing it. Okay. Uh, so, Andrew, what is a comfortable mileage for you to have in a car between charges? 1,200. <laughs> <laughs> How much thing. gas do you get in your car? Uh, your single mom car, your Hyundai Accent from 2003. Yeah. How? <laughs> 2017, same thing. All right. Your 2017 Hyundai Accent, how far does it go on a single tank of gas? Uh, like. I'm going to guess 170 miles. N- uh, no. On a full tank, like like 380. Really? Yeah. That's the number that pops up when I say fill it. All right. 380. So you're asking for four times that. Yeah, and here's why. So Wow, you no big ask. Yeah, you asked to date swimsuit models too? Well I do. <laughs> Does it happen? Not a lot, but <laughs> so at all? It has. Okay. So I'm just now here's the thing. Now if if we're gonna say goodbye to the fossil fuels, then I feel like we should really wow America. You know what I mean? And I feel like if I'm gonna buy an all-electric car, like I'm all in. I know how to fill up a tank of gas. I don't know how to change your battery on the side of I-5. You know what I'm saying? So, well, why would you have to change your battery? You just have to plug it in, or you have to be able to unplug it too. By the way, which might be a challenge for you, but you have to just plug it in. Now, come on, I, did, I, I got it done. I, I figured it out. But I'm saying, if in like, you did? if when the no, yeah, because the car moved. I okay. figured it out. All right. So if there's zombies, though, I want to be able to get to, like, at least two different states. So I want to be able to get here to Wyoming on a single charge. Very realistic threat. Yeah, you're an if if there's zombies guy. You're, well, you're, the, you're the guy that buys the Range Rover in the middle of L.A. just in case. Yep. Just in case you have to mount the curb on Rodeo Drive in case there's a sale. Because yeah, well, if they have, if you can use your app points... You need to get there quicker. 
You know, but probably I would probably settle for a smooth 500. I can't help you. I'm shooting for the moon, but you know, if I can make it to Mars, that's fine. This is our auto expert. I don't think I can save your life. You're listening to our auto expert. Our Auto Expert podcast is available 24-7 on our website at ourautoexpert.com. You can hear all past shows, see automotive videos, and read insider car stories about your next ride. Our Auto Expert is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. You'll find it all at ourautoexpert.com. Automatic Andy and Automatic Anthony are in the uh, studio together. I feel like you guys should be twins. Why aren't you wearing the same sweaters? I feel because... Because I'm extended sizes. Oh. That's... Wait, that's that a, doesn't stop you being twins. There's twins a, that are extended. A, yeah, no, it's true. That's a large, isn't it? <laughs> extended like, sizes are medium. large. No, I need like four of them. Okay. Or three of them. I need three of them. Three extended sizes coming right up. Yep. Just let me talk to tailoring and we're away. We are sharing uh, one undergarment. <laughs> <laughs> you rotate. One wears it one day and one wears it the next. Yeah, yeah. we rotate. I use the inside. He does the outside. Um, you guys are very different sizes. So, um, Anthony, do you just double it? <laughs> uh, I pull it up, you know, so it can be seen on the outside, kind of like the early 2000s. Yeah. That's quite frightening. I wish I hadn't gone there. Uh, have you heard about VinFast? I, Do you know the story, Vinfast story? I know three stories about him, and they're all n- not the ones you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very interesting. Um, I believe the gentleman that started the company is from Eastern Europe. So he started um, about 20 years ago a frozen noodle company, I think, in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and uh, eventually ended up selling it to Nestle for a ridiculous amount of money. And now um, he owns about a quarter of the Vietnamese stock market. And he started the Vietnamese car company called VinFast. And VinFast now is um, making cars in Vietnam. They have factories. They make great cars. They look amazing. Um, Very cool. And they announced at the LA International Auto Show in the fall that they are going to start bringing their cars to the United States, but not just bringing them. Mm-hmm. They are going to manufacture them in the fly. United States. Oh. What? What was that? I thought you, I thought you were going to say fly. No, they don't fly. Not yet. They don't fly them to the United States. Oh, no. They are going to build them here. Oh. You know, on that note, flying cars. Here's the thing about flying cars. I just want to mention this. We have one? Everybody talks about flying cars all the time. There are such a thing as flying cars. You can fly and drive a vehicle. It's They exist. There are companies that make them and sell them. The one point that people don't think about all the time with flying cars is in the United States, it still requires a pilot's license to fly something. So you can own a flying car. You just got to go take the pilot's test first. Oh, no big. Yeah, no biggie. Well, go take the test and then just get a plane. It's much easier. But knowing how bad drivers are today, and driving is 2D basically, right? Right, left, forward, back. You know how many problems they are? If you introduce 3D up, down as well, just imagine how many problems we're going to have 
Well, it was my right of way to go up three feet. It wasn't yours. Oh, man. Can you imagine road rage? I'm going to send a tomahawk <laughs> bomb at your house. Air rage. Oh, air rage. Oh, no. I do feel like we've been lied to, though, by movies for years and years. Uh-huh. Depicted the future with this just being a normal thing by 2021, almost 2022. So think, I, feel, I feel a little slighted. Do you think pilots have air rage? Yes. I mean, is it mostly at their coworkers? You don't hear about pilots like having air age, do you? Yeah, how do you play chicken with a 747? <laughs> you don't. How do you break check a bone? When somebody wins, we break check a jet. Yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> it was my right away. It was my right away. How do you ride someone's, you know, yeah. jet tail? Oh, yeah, right. yeah, there you go. Ride somebody's jet tail. Can we go back to the VinFast story? Sorry. Bring it on. All right. So uh, they introduced these two VinFast vehicles, and their vehicles are all E. I think it was the E35 and the E36. The E35 is a is a sort of sedan, electric sedan that they're introducing. Uh, the E36 is sort of an electric wagon SUV. Now, they're both sort of SUV-ish, but uh, the E35 is more sort of a coupe version, and then the E36 is a sort of a more square-shaped version um they introduced them at the la auto show now at ces supposedly they're introducing three more now none of them are for sale yet in the united states but they're introducing three more that means they'll have five vehicles that will be coming to market in the united states they are not messing around they're talking about next year opening dealerships all across the united states this company is investing crazy money over here crazy crazy money i mean they're going for it i believe the first vinfasts were based off of bmw x5s um, they were using the sort of the x5 architecture and they were buying it from bmw but uh you never heard of them nobody nobody no nobody? I've, I, no i've ridden in one yeah <laughs> you've been to vietnam yeah twice oh where i go get far far mm-hmm Straight from the source, bro. Yeah, because there's no, there's no, there's just a bunch of gringos around here that make it. So oh. I have to fly straight to the homeland of the Vietnam's to get the proper pho. Yeah, and I get the onion and oil and the avocado milkshake and all the good stuff. Bubble really? tea. I don't know if I had bubble tea, that would I would be out to stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> I try and blend in and be inconspicuous. <laughs> It's interesting that they're only bringing the electric cars to the state, so they do make gas cars, but they're not bringing those here. Because we have those. There's enough of them. Four hundred. Well, the E36 goes 422 miles on a single charge, so it's not like they're messing around. That's on the WELP cycle, by the way, closer to 300 miles on the on the EPA cycle. Oh, Celsius, got it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to e- make things literal, don't you? That's an easy conversion. It is? Celsius to gas miles to con- back... What, electric. Why can't we all get along? Yeah, why can't we just use one? One formula? Because then we wouldn't be independent nation under the groove. One nation under the groove. Uh, that's a... Yeah, they knew what was up. George Clinton? Yeah. There we go. Um, I thought Depeche Mode made that song. <laughs> <laughs> get your genres right. I'm excited to find out more about Vimfast. Did you hear the Chrysler news? Yes, that they're 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 folding up shop and they sold the Chrysler. No, 
What? They're going all electric. Stand by. That news is coming up. You're listening to the Our Auto Expert Podcast. This is Our Auto Expert. Find us on YouTube. You can start a conversation with us. Ask us a car question. Just direct messages at Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. Our Auto Expert has um, Our Auto Experts, Automatic Andy, and Automatic Anthony. I am an expert, and I want to put that on my resume. Oh. Expert. How do you spell it? E-expert. E-expert? Nailed it. Anthony, if I said to you, Chrysler, what images does that throw up? Um, The 300, uh, my grandparents' first vehicle... (laughs) Uh, you went right there, didn't you? Cobwebs. I, you know what? I, if I had to, and it was, and it's that's just uh, the legit feeling that pops in. New Yorker, cobwebs, baggy khaki pants, golf. Little, little Wayne put oh, golf. Twenty-two inch rims on the Chrysler three hundred. That's the first thing that came to mind. It was it. Yep. You think of rappers all the time. That's, yes, that's my that's, rappers delight. That's my community. Yeah, I think. Chrysler, I mean, I, I like Chrysler. The 300 is pretty cool. The Pacifica minivan, I mean, Chrysler was the inventor of the minivan um, back in the, the what is now the Pacifica, um, the town and country, the Dodge Caravan. They were the original minivan. So it went station wagon. Um, that was in the 70s. That was the family hauler, right? Your wood panel. The wood panel station wagon oh. with the seat-facing the wrong way in the back. Yes, that's right. No seat belts originally, so you had an accident, so it would be kids' faces plastered against the back window. Um, not literally, just metaphorically, because uh, nobody ever got hurt. And then uh, and then they put seat belts in the back, and then they did the third row facing the correct way. And then they, then they sort of morphed into the minivan, and then that morphed into the SUV. Um, so it sort of was the... It was the step in 1984 when they sort of in, went from the, the sort of big old boat yeah. <laughs> to the cool, slim, taller family mobile. So really their goal for a while was just how many people can we get in here? Yes. They've always been big boat makers, haven't they? Big vehicle Very wide, yeah. Yeah. Big people haulers. Well, um, at CES this year, it was a big unveiling for them, or it is a big unveiling for them of uh their future and guess what they're going electric just like everybody else chrysler's rebirthing the brand and they're going all electric if you had to rejuvenate a car company and save it what would you do to a car company nowadays Mm, i would put in licorice That was easy. Just put licorice in cars, and that would do it. If it's the minivan, because think about like when you no, not the minivan, just to get people to buy cars. You just put licorice in it. Oh, just in general. Yeah. Oh. What would what would be your thing to get people interested in your cars? What would you do? They're going all electric. What would you do? Electric seat filter. So when you (laughs) when you when you pass gas, you can customize the the filter smell. I think that's a great idea. Also, you know, you've got a, a attractive significant other in the car with you, maybe something that knows and will all of a sudden pump up the volume real quick so you don't have to just 
Oh. Yeah, there's, there's some things there. Andy might be onto something. Yeah, because sometimes, what if you go out on a first date and you get the bubble guts? We've all been there. <laughs> That's right. So if a car talks to me, if a car said to me, listen here, automatic Andy, I'll guarantee you that when you go on your first date, not only will you get the bubble guts, but I'm going to make sure that the, the, the gas that is spent is not offensive because we can go to Mars so we can cover up your butt. Yeah. The Chrysler 400 now with wood panels and bubble guts. Yes. <laughs> See? I, uh, well, I'm somewhat shocked that this is so simple for you. But all I'm saying is I don't think Chrysler had any idea that this is where people would need to go with their, you know, with rejuvenating the brand at all. Well, you know, but, the needs were different in the 50s. <laughs> no one cared if you passed gas. Like, it was just a game to everyone. It's not a game anymore. <laughs> Crazy. I think that that was absolutely not on Chrysler's thought pattern of what they were going to do to save their car company. But... They are, Stellantis, the parent company, are introducing something called the Airflow concept at See? the uh, Consumer Electronics Show. What did I just say? <laughs> you didn't say Airflow. You said bubblegum. It was implied. It was implied. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is the first tease of what the company is likely to, uh, to show or to be part of. Uh, the sweeping electrification plan presented in July. They talked about this with their new... Uh, ram 1500 pickup and their dodge muscle car which is uh, due by 2024 the airflow nameplate actually goes back to 1934 the original chrysler airflow actually a family model uh, was first was the first production car designed for low aerodynamic drag literally <laughs> said all that <laughs> using a wind tunnel not a bubble gut but a wind tunnel uh, that gave it distinctive streamlined styling, which didn't suit the tastes of most buyers at the time. But Chrysler quickly redesigned the Airflow and then dropped it completely in 1937. Dropped it completely in 1937. Uh, while it uh, was a sales dud, the Airflow emphasized the aerodynamics as well as its uh, all-steel construction. And it set the tone for future cars, giving its importance as a low drag coefficient for maximum efficiency of range. Airflow also seemed like an appropriate, uh, re, you know, redefiance of uh, EVs. Uh, this second uh, reference airflow concept is going to be shown at uh, CES. And uh, this, the first one actually was, I think, 2020. Um, and they actually uh, claim a total of floor, four platforms for EVs under development, offering up to 500 miles of range, claiming uh, some really good numbers. So they'll have uh, a small, medium, large, uh, and a truck as well. We don't know quite what they'll look like. We do know there'll be a muscle car from Dodge. There'll be the Ram 1500 uh, version There'll be a premium vehicle. We're going to guess that's going to be an Alfa Romeo. And then there'll probably be a, a Chrysler. We think there's going to be, the Chrysler one's probably going to be a small, single mum style car. Maybe same size as that you drive, Andy. Well, no, they better figure it out because Hyundai has the market on that. They do? Oh, and What about Hyundai? They, no, they just, they know what's up. It's they the, do. It's the official car of the 2021 Nurse. <laughs> 
Is that why you drive it? Yeah. All right. Nick, is this like a slow rollout, or is this all of a sudden Chrysler one day, boom, no more gas cars, or this is... Like, uh, 2035, I think, okay. is the target. So you got a little while. I've got some time. Yeah, I've got hang some on. time. Okay. Save your pennies. Yeah. Uh, go to work every day. Be a, be a good employee. Yes. And one day you could trade in that Subaru Outback for a um, nice electric Chrysler. I have a for real answer. Go. If they if they if they gave away free electricity like that one car company, I'd buy an electric car today. A lot of people are giving away free electricity with the uh, Ionic. You get uh, to charge thirty minutes every day for free. Yeah. And the fast charger. Tesla yeah. would be for Mister and Nikola Tesla would be proud. I don't think Tesla are giving away free electricity anymore. They used to. Um, VW do it with uh, with the old ID four, three uh, free three free years electricity. At least you did the last time I looked. But see, if they're giving away three now and they're having to like have governments implement quotas, then they're gonna have to triple that. Like I don't want to have to pay for electricity for a whole decade. I want to forget <laughs> and be charged. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, are you a millennial? No, I, maybe. I think he just scoots in. It, it depends on which parameters of millennial you're looking for, but my understanding is that he just... just uh, Were you born between 1980 and today? Yes, 81. Uh, well, millennials start between 80 and 84, depending on which chart you're looking. I watched Nickelodeon, if that tells you. <laughs> Everything but free. I deserve a trophy, and I want it for free now. Yeah, instant gratification. <laughs> Give me free electricity, or I won't buy your car. Well, if they're giving away three years, I want six. <laughs> and it's the upsell. They always want to upsell you. Yeah, get my get get my tush in the seat. How do you feel about um, um, not getting anything for free? I mean that's an option too, but if, they, if they're if they're giving out like I mean now they've set the the bar, you know what I mean? Not yeah. me. I wouldn't have put a bar up because I'm too big to be doing that. What is it going to take to get you an electric car? Uh, you know, oh, you know like what? I have another like for a real car thought. Yeah. I have I have another I have another for real thought. Sometimes people are in a situation where they have to get a car, so they're like, okay, I'll take a forty-seven percent interest rate. So what Ouch. if, you know Ouch. how like how like a, a cell phone company, they had that marketing where like, we'll buy you out of your contract. Yeah. Like what if, what if the big names were like, hey, I'll buy you out of your single mom car. I'll, I'll take over the payments and let's get you in, a, in an electric car. You just can't have serious radio. And? And then you get an electric car and they buy the car from you. Ooh. All right. So you're saying... You're saying if, if they offer you a deal, you can't refuse if you really need a car. So if they take the clunker off your hands and give you free electricity, I will sign the paperwork right now. I have a pen. I've got someone that will do that for you today. See? <laughs> You're ready to buy a new car right now, aren't you? Yeah. If they, t if they buy me out of the thing that I'm in, and then if they give me free gas... I'll even I won't even have the expectation of licorice like I once had. <laughs> I've got this timeshare I've been trying to get rid of. I could somehow get myself into an electric Chrysler in place of that timeshare. I've yeah. got interest. Right. I've got someone I could talk to you too. Okay. I'll let someone put a magnet sticker on the side of my car for six months. <gasps>
Your salesman, call right now, 1-800-OurAutoExpert.com. More to come. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Over 17,000 people have downloaded Our Auto Expert podcast and many more have streamed Our Auto Expert. Join the happy listeners via iHeartRadio, Pandora app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Auto Expert, and of course, the very famous OurAutoExpert.com. Our Auto Expert, where many people enjoy the podcast despite the fact that Tiny's on it. Despite the fact that Automatic Andy is on it. Also, joining us this week is Automatic Anthony, our auto expert, where two million Americans get their Automatic Andy and Automatic Anthony every week. All right, guys. Um, there is a new truck from Chevrolet. It is the electric Silverado. And we've only seen sketches of it. Uh, Andy, you're not that impressed with it, but we actually haven't seen the final truck yet. Uh, you didn't think the sketches were that great, but the sketch design sketches never looked like the real thing. Well, I'm just that that makes a lot more sense that you say that it's a sketch because that there's there's part of the car is missing, and what I'm looking at it looks like someone took an '07 Silverado, a '013, a Corolla, and then took it into Photoshop. And then said, here we go. But it looks, it does look, the, the bed looks nice. There's something with the wheels. It's like the missing apart. It, there seems to be some color coding issues, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, the wheels are missing I, tires. I don't, I don't think it's rendered. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, it's sort of some, somebody's idea of what it could look like, but only certain parts of it. It looks like it's still loading. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the go. best. It's still loading. Um, it's interesting. Uh, but, you know, from experience, guys, I have to tell you, the sketches never look anything like the finished product. That's the truth. They never do anything like the finished product. So hold your breath. The, uh, the real car will still come down the pipeline. You'll see that probably in the next few days. Um, and it won't look anything like you think it'll look like. It'll probably look more like an official, uh, the original Silverado, because that's what they always look like, something closer to the original. Anyway, so don't get too panicky if you think they're going to take away it. But they're, they're a long way. I mean, they're a, the electric trucks are the big thing. So there are a whole bunch of small electric truck companies out there, including companies like Canoe, who are making these tiny little, I call them Japanese-style electric trucks. You've seen those, right? They sort of, they race around Tokyo doing deliveries. They're those tiny little golf cart tri-style trucks. All the way to things like Rivian, which is making the um, RT1, which is a candidate for North American Truck of the Year. Mm. Um, the the Rivian RT1 was the finalist for North American Truck of the Year. The Lightning is coming out soon. I have a reservation on that. I'm about to order mine. Um, well, it's a good thing that that's the one that you're getting because the Rivian that is going to be pushed away. Oh, uh, the extended battery has been delayed again. The whole the whole vehicle Rivian's had some hiccups, but they are a startup company. I mean, Tesla Cybertruck is a long way out too. 
Yeah, the max battery version. So they have the small, but the it seems to be the small battery version of the the Rivian is okay. It's the people who paid more for the max battery that they're gonna have to wait just a little bit. Longer. Another year, right? Twenty twenty three. Yeah, and and the thirty first of the month, I get to go drive the Hummer truck. What? Yeah, the Hummer truck. I'm gonna drive that. That has that crab steering. You've seen that, right? Oh my gosh! How are you yeah. gonna be able to go through Starbucks in that? <laughs> you go sideways. Ooh, you can crawl. I, I am kind of interested about that part of it. Yeah, that's what everybody likes the most. But you know, they're not cheap. I think they're like hundred thousand dollars. We'll get two. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you think radio hosts get paid for a living? At least that. At two least. two hummers a week. Yeah, a week. Yeah, two hundred thousand dollars for doing this show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe in twenty years, that's how much you get paid. $200,000. That's a lot of money for an electric truck, isn't it? That You know, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. It is a lot. <laughs> because that feels like, you know, you could just pop some Energizer batteries in there, but you can't. No. It's, uh, you know, it's probably, that's probably the sum of, I don't know, $200,000. It doesn't quite meet the sum of all my cars put together. What? How much money do you have to make? To afford a hundred thousand, isn't it like a, isn't like. <laughs> Wait, were you just asking me how much money do I have to make to afford a hundred thousand dollars? No, car? no, not you. A hundred thousand dollars would be the answer. Well, you're right, but like you know how they say rent rent supposed to be like a quarter of your monthly income. Right, right. It is is so if you were to afford a hundred thousand dollar car, does that mean you'd have to ten percent like, probably of your of your um, income probably has to go to car payment, something like that. I've never done that calculation. I'm always just afraid to think about it. Do you pay car payments? I do pay car payments. Yeah, I've I have only started to do that for tax reasons. I never paid car. Oh. I paid payments for my motorcycles because um, they're considered luxury items, and it's supposed to really help your tax status if you do that. I'm gonna tell on you. You're trying to act like the middle class. Ooh, I'm telling. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, am I supposed to do? Act like. The working class? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Peasants. Yeah, Peasants. I'm telling on you. I, yeah, there's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> there's a great British joke in there. Have you heard that joke? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's about I'd already British shot guy. three of them before I uh, understood that he said, uh, they said pheasants and not peasants. Mm. Oh, I got you. Yeah, Very good. It's yeah, a good one, right? Yes. Um, yeah, no, it's, I mean, I... I'm shocked at what some people pay in car payments. Shocked. Why, shocked. Why do you are on the side of paying cash? I don't like to be responsible. Because it's just it's out of the way. That's it's yours from here on out. You walk and it's and you don't have an issue with the I walk off drive off the lot and lose, you know, a large percentage of what you haven't spent enough time around me, have you? Apparently not. Uh, I have that New York attitude. Mm-hmm. You don't take. You don't pay retail for anything. Okay. Ah, very good. <laughs> you don't okay. pay retail for anything. Yeah, it, it makes it, Johnny knows a guy. It makes sense. <laughs> we go through the grocery line, and the, and the lady says, "Okay, that'll be one hundred and twenty-one ninety-seven," and we somehow pay seventy-three forty-five. Yeah, because Nick, we know a guy at Whole Foods. Yeah. That's how it works. There you go, an insider. <laughs> yeah. You have to know a whole. You have to have to have to know an insider guy. Uh, you know when things are on sale. You know if it's a good on sale, it's a bad on sale. You know Was the guy just raised to make the sale. Yeah, so many things. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, did you hear him? 
Did you hear him, Andy? Yeah, that was management talk. He, he was, was it just raised to make the sale? That was insider info. That yeah. Was All right. More coming up. Stand by. Here we go. You're listening to the R Auto Expert Podcast. Locally created, nationally celebrated from the northwest of the southeast, this is the World's Car Radio Show. If it has a throttle, we'll feature it on air, online, on smartphone, or on smart speaker. This is our auto expert, where two million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm your host, Nick Miles, along with Automatic Andy and Automatic Anthony. Uh, Anthony, normally we don't get to talk to you because you're behind a big piece of glass and your microphone doesn't work. So uh, welcome to uh, workingmicrophone.com. What a bizarre uh, role change this is for today yes and uh we are in our brand new studio too I, it's yeah change of scenery we got the whole thing going on this yeah. is incredible though by the way um you've never been here before have you i have never been here before i have only heard of the legends of you know andy emerging from your basement and, <laughs> yeah. and you know such tall tales so and all the dogs these are these are all real things that's a shoot <laughs> and it's a purpose-built um building um and where we're sitting is also the doubling of the control room for the Our Auto Expert TV studio, which is next door. Uh, it's And it's still being built. Uh, the TV studio is sort of half working. Uh, lots of equipment and cameras and lights lying about in boxes. And, you know, it's, they're still putting everything up in the ceiling. I mean, it's pretty big, big garage door. Were you impressed by the huge fleet of cars? When I parked, I was like, yes, this is probably the right place it was like going through you know bruce wayne's uh garage i guess right. i mean it was yeah i took some time while i was in the driveway <laughs> to kind of admire at each of the the pieces that you had um they you should take a look at the big old rescue rig out there it's incredible it's painted with ballistic paint so that paint can then withstand a blast from an explosive and stop damage just in uh, case happening. you're you're helping a dog in need and yes. you are attacked by yes. by these uh, missiles anti peta yes, yes. personnel okay yeah. Yeah. situations yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, we think of absolutely everything here at our auto expert. It's we think occasionally of everything. So um, do you guys know the difference between an SUV and an SUV? One, I get cat called in a lot more. <laughs> Which is? The SUV coupe. Yeah, coupe. Mm. Um, Does this have to do with the amount of doors? No, it doesn't. Interestingly, but they all have five doors. Okay. Um, the coupe has a sloped roof at the back uh, that looks much like a sports car. So you can bring up pictures on your computer right now of the BMW X4 and the BMW X3. Up to the B pillar, they are identical, but beyond the B pillar, they are not the same. Pretty much. I mean, there are a few small differences. I think they're an inch wider, one's an inch wider, and, uh, and there are a few small facial differences. But beyond the B pillar, which is the second pillar at the end of the driver and passenger front door, then they start to become different. You know okay, I mean? yeah. So the back end is what's different. Yes, one is more SUV extended. One's boxy, yeah. and the other one is sexy. So the question being, are you a coupe SUV guy, or are you a traditional am SUV Am I sexy, guy? or am I a box? Yes. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, that would be... When you put it that way. 
I kind of I kind of like the box, but um, I mean that's either way you can't go wrong. I, I guess you are from Wisconsin. You are a cheese guy and a skier. Yes, there you go. So cheese, meat, skiing, milk yeah. and cows. I mean, yeah. Uh, I can't put a cow in the. You can't put a cow. <laughs> well, when it comes to transporting cows, as I do on the weekend, yeah. <laughs> I see that be a selling point. That I'm, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> the radio station would like to apologize to all of Anthony's friends. Sorry, uh, Andrew. What kind of guy are you? Hmm. I feel like I'm way more aerodynamic than most people. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to have to default. You to or the car or your wishes. Yes. Yes. I am not like I can like it, it between the three of us. I'm going to win all day long when it comes to floating and being aerodynamic. <laughs> you guys may be able to beat me on other things, but those no. So I feel like I'm qualified. You're all, about, you're all about the wind. Yeah. And going through all the the different shapes and folds to get the best dynamicsy. Okay. Uh, you, it's the my short answer is the coupe because that I'm I'm slick and coupes look slick. You know what I mean? Interesting that sure. you should go there. I mean, they're both about seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, but mine is a cooler seventy thousand. It's very interesting because space-wise, there is about only a third of the space in the coupe style in the trunk versus about two-thirds more in the traditional SUV style in the trunk. And you get less legroom. But I love the coupe style. I just think, you know, if I'm going to date somebody... They better have a sexy car like the coupe. I mean, I really, so you look at BMW X, you know, the X5 and the X6. I'm an X6 guy, you know. Same. Um, the X5 is great, but the X6, woo. Oh. Yeah, that's what, that's, that's, what, that's what it sounds like when I'm in the coupe. That's it? Yeah. You can't drive past a modeling agency without the girl screaming at you, can you? Nope. It's a gift and a curse, gentlemen. Would you call that a highlighter yellow on the X4? Uh, yeah, the BMW would probably be very unhappy with you. Um, all right. See, I took a chance out there, but um, what is the companies are name? very specific about their about their color names and schemes? Yeah, I mean, I find that yellow color. Someone find that color for me. The color name for me. It's probably gonna be sun sunflower. It's no, it's. Well, we do bright for some of that. I find the yellow color of that BMW, the BMW's brand new yellow color, really, really hard to deal with. I own the BMW X4 M4 uh, 40i, and I chose the uh, Piedmont, uh, Piedmont Red, which is a deep sort of crystal dark red with um, lots of metal fleck in it. It's really beautiful. But the yellow color is, I would call it a highlighter. It's very close to a highlighter color. It's almost, I don't know, if I had to wake up every morning and walk out to that, <sighs> you'd be very well seen on the road. I will say that. I'm having yes. a, I'm having it almost looks like website. an emergency vehicle from Europe, doesn't it? 
When I go to their website, it's not one of the colors listed. It makes me wonder if it's a... Should we see how Siri does? Hey, Siri, what is the bright yellow color called from BMW? Okay, I found this on the web for what is the bright yellow color called from BMW? Check it out. Um, and it doesn't tell me. That didn't help anything, Siri. Yeah. Thanks, Siri. Of what nationality did you make, Siri? Uh, I think she's Indian this week. Ah, I very like nice. to change Siri all the time. There you go. Siri, uh, Siri is multicultural. Siri changes between every time there's a new Siri voice, Siri gets to be changed, which I think is very, very honest. Uh, no, she doesn't say, but thanks. Thanks for trying. Yeah, they have BMW does some very in your face colors. Um, a lot of their colors are extremely extremely bright and uh, I'm not sure I could live with such uh, oh Austin yellow metallic no that's not it is it I just I shudder at the thought of my insurance payment why because if I had like the neon I'm gonna highlight my book because I need to remember this type of yellow then being a, a, an extremely like a 43 out of 10 attractive Caucasian male, I get no breaks on my insurance. So the fact that I'm young and handsome and a very capable young man, I mean, we're talking five or $600 to have that kind of color, you know? Really? Because it's so loud. It says, look at me right now. And that, that's going to cause an accident on top of being so good looking that I already get looked at. So it's like a double entendre. Really? I just know it's going to be that much kind of money. That's why that's why you always see me like in a in a very in a very modest white or like a gray or a lunar eclipse blue because it's cheaper for me. Hard work. That's baby. understandable. Hard work. Uh, you are To be honest with you, I've never seen you in anything but a white car. For, for financial reasons, I'm not going to spend $700 a month on insurance just to look cool. I already look cool. It's called So Paolo Yellow. See? Oh, so Paolo Yellow. S-O-O-P-A-U-L-O. So Paolo Yellow. I didn't see that coming. No, yeah, we're going to run that by HR, Nick. It's... Uh, Solid color that uh, accentuates every curve and detail. It's a yeah. Brazilian. It's Brazilian. Yeah. So polo yellow. Oh, I like there plantains. You like plantains. <laughs> it's not that. It, plantains are pleasant. It. I. I like. I can't. It's one of those colors. A few people have those colors which are really, really cool for thirty seconds. But if you had to get a wake. You would never lose your car in a parking lot. There you go. You never Another lose benefit. your car in the snow. Right? Well, see, that's that's good for me. What car are you in? I'm in the yellow one. How will I know which yellow one? Oh, you'll know. Yeah, <laughs> I say, is that a Sao Paulo yellow? Yeah, is that Sao? Hey, I'm in the Sao Paulo yellow. Yeah. Oh, how will I know it from all the other yellow cars? Oh, you'll know it when I pull up at the airport. Can you imagine trying to get away from the police after a bank robbery? There's, yeah, you run. We'll spot you 100 miles away. They're laughing <laughs> on the, over the comm like this guy. Wait, why am I committing a bank robbery? All right, we'll take a break. 
You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert podcast is available 24-7 on our website at ourautoexpert.com. Our Auto Expert podcast is available 24-7 at ourautoexpert.com. You can hear all past shows, see automotive videos, and read insider car stories about your next ride. We all have... We also have stories about uh, Automatic Andy and Automatic Anthony. Uh, we'll save those for another day. Uh, guys, impressed by the GMC Yukon all-wheel drive 84. 84 is this sort of, sort of sub-brand that GMC came up with, and we got to road test this vehicle. Uh, first of all, pure luxury. If there's one thing American car makers are really good at making, it's huge SUVs. And I sometimes forget that until I get back in them. Uh, a lot of the times, I'm always fascinated to drive really sporty, fast um, European sports cars, some of the latest new electric cars. But when you get into a massive luxury SUV like a GMC Yukon AT4, you're like, ah, oh, baby, I'm home. Because we do a really good job of making these things. And you got to spend a week with this car not yeah. too long ago. Yeah. Um, how did you feel? I mean, you you enjoyed your time, I'm guessing. <laughs> and you enjoyed the luxury. I mean, normally I do like 100 miles over a week in one of these cars, you know, just running errands. Mm-hmm. I mean, since we have the radio and TV studio on site, I don't, you know, I'll do little trips here or there. But I was finding excuses to go <laughs> A lot of places that I didn't really have to go, um, so I did was doing a lot more mileage on it. I think one of the things I was always impressed about, so with these vehicles, you get something called a Moroni. If you go to a dealership, you see that taped in the window, and it sort of tells you everything that comes with a vehicle. Uh, gives you lists off all of the details about the stuff that comes with a vehicle. And I love something that GMC do, because they have this little column that says, Owner Benefits. And it tells you one of the benefits of owning the car. And I, I love the fact it says a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty, bumper to bumper. And then a five-year, 60,000 limited warranty, which is the powertrain limited warranty, roadside assistance, courtesy transport. First maintenance visit is free. Uh, whichever comes first, cgmc.com or dealer first terms and details of limits. I mean, it goes like through every single thing that you get. And I think that's a benefit of ownership. Thank you, GMC. So you looking for excuses to get in the car more throughout your week is obviously a good sign. How did this compare to some of the previous AT4s? Um, I think AT4s... So... When you have trim levels, which an 84 is a trim level, you sort of have this, they like to go up to something like a Denali, which is another trim level that the Yukon might have. And the Denali is where you get lots of shiny chrome, mm-hmm. lots of like dark woods. And this the 84 trim level is the sort of trim level where everything is rubberized, everything is sort of mud guardy so it's the trim level that you can really get it dirty okay you can it has the rubber sort of floor mats that you can wash out this is the trim level that you don't mind putting the dogs in this is the trim level where if you've been skiing and you have really nasty wet dirty ski clothes 
that you could throw them in the back and you're not worried about white carpet or beige carpet getting really dirty and gravelly and muddy. This is the the sort of interior that if your kids are all snotty and nasty, you don't mind them getting in the back of the vehicle. So I'm... You should use more respect when you talk about Andy that way. Yeah. <laughs> I, need is, a, I need something to blow my nose. This is the trim level where um, you don't worry about Andy smelling, spilling his juice box or eating his fried chicken in the back. You just don't mind because it's made to be messed up, but it still has all those luxury heated seats and it has the USB ports and it has the entertainment center. But you can even feel like the the buttons up front um, are sort of rubberized so they can get wet and mm-hmm. they can get dirty, but at the same time, it still has all the luxury features. And that, I mean, that it's the camp, it's the take it camping, take it, take it skiing type yeah. um, uh, SUV. But it still has all the features, but it's sort of you can get it rough and you can you can sort of overland it a little bit. And that I think that's sort of the eighty four beauty is it has it all, but you can sort of hose it off afterwards. Yeah. So that it's a true American cowboy type of type I of like, thing. I yeah. like that. Andy, yeah. you thought it was pretty comfortable? I I thought it was great because there was so much room for me to spread about and it was really nice having the AT four one I felt really safe. I, I like it when he says spread about. Yeah, no, it was... What, was what are you spreading about? Myself. I was easily spreadable like a like a Nutella. Oh. It was... It was the, the four... I liked that there was captain chairs because that means, like, a lot's going on and the third row should really be lucky that they're in the situation they're in because there's four seats up here where a lot's going on. Don't worry about in the back what's going on. The four people up here have it. I will tell you something, though. There is a buyer beware on on all of these things. So it has the automatic running boards that come out. So when you open the door, the running boards eject out of the side. So it's a fairly high vehicle. Mm -hmm. And none of us are, you know, big, tall. We're strapping, but we're not big and tall. That's right. And uh, so you open the door and the running boards eject out of the side and you step up and you get in. Now, there have been occasions when I'm in a rush to get in. And I forget that it has running boards that eject from the bottom of the vehicle. So I get in really quickly and I open the door to hop up in and I'm agile. I can, I'm a good hopper. Okay. And I open the door to hop up in and as <laughs> I'm hopping are. up, the running board ejects as I'm jumping up and it catches me in the shin. Oh, um, I speak languages you may not have heard before. Yeah, that's top five pains. <laughs> yeah, it's a pain. It hurts. It hurts when that running board catches you in the shin. So it's just a buyer beware. Just remember those running boards come out and they can catch you in the shin if you're in a hurry. I just warn you. And oh, you, may, you, may, you may hear language you may not be familiar with. It's some, a good to know in advance. Some old English tongue. Yeah. <laughs> If you've never had a bit of old English tongue, you might be offended. And good night. <laughs> a little bit of, yeah. I've, there's been occasions when I used to drive a vehicle that had flashing lights and sirens, and I lost my temper with people in the past that uh, my partner said to me, what language were you speaking? And I said, don't you worry about it. <laughs> As I carted the person off. <laughs> yeah, we just don't worry if someone swings at you and catches you on the chin. That's a language you never need to worry about again. All right, more to come. Our Auto Experts, stand by. You're listening to the Our Auto Expert Podcast.
This is our auto expert. You can find us on TikTok. You can start a conversation with us, ask us a car question or direct messages. Our auto expert, where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm your host, Nick Miles. Um, you know, I'm a bit of a mini fan. Do you, do you, know, you guys know that? No, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Liars. Liars. We have had the pleasure of playing around with this 2022 Mini John Cooper Works hardtop. Why do they call it a hardtop? Um, because it's made out of 3D printed plastered mold. <laughs> it has a hardtop. It's as simple as that. Oh. It's the uh, iconic hardtop, like the original. The uh, They're rally winners, you know, the minis. The, uh, they, they do lots of rally winners. They did lots of rally winners. Uh, originally, you know, the Mini was known as the nurse's car. Did you know that? It was because it's small? Uh, because nurses used to drive it. Simple as that. Why is everything so easy in your life and hard in mine? <laughs> Probably have something to do with making it, you know, how you make your life. Ah. Um, the I think the one thing that still excites me, that you forget this, forget it all the time, is why the go-kart-like handling is just so dynamic in these cars, uh, especially in overtaking. I think Mini makes me a more aggressive driver. Like, I I like to be more aggressive when I drive them just because the, the wheels are in all four corners and I still have so much fun driving them. And manual or automatic, still crazy. Having so much fun just dodging around, especially when... You know, post, as we come out of COVID, there is so many people getting back to the roads. I feel almost, do you feel like traffic is worse than it used to be? Yeah. It, it, three years ago when I started driving, it wasn't as bad. Now it really sucks. <laughs> oh, you were doing some driving work uh, recently and uh, you just gave it up. You couldn't deal with it, right? No, it was the most annoying thing. I don't understand how now I feel bad for all the people who've had to bring me food. Because <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> Uber drivers. Yeah, there's just, I can't, I, there's no way I could do what you do. It's, uh, and Anthony, you live probably as far as, well, you work on the other side of town as far away from here as you could. Right? Uh, yeah, uh, I think traffic is worse than it was pre-pandemic. There were some times during the pandemic where it was to go across any of the bridges here in Portland. It felt like it was just an absolute ghost town. Part part of parts of it were a lot of fun. Um, so you say you really like minis, do you, and you like to really give it all you have when when you get in a mini. Do right. you feel like that has to do with feeling like you have more room on the road to to control? Because it's the go kart like handling. Okay. It's the fact that all four wheels are in four corners. Have you ever driven on a go kart track? Absolutely. It's I've been kicked off of plenty. <laughs> really? <laughs> Stories tell me go. Uh, yeah, they, in Wisconsin, there's some certain tracks. We have like a town that's dedicated to mini theme parks, water parks, indoor water parks because it's Wisconsin and you can only have fun for six weeks or so in the summer. Um, but you know, there's certain turns are like, Hey, make sure when you do this one, you, you guys are a lot of rules in Wisconsin, isn't there? A little too many rules. That's why mm -hmm. I'm out here. Wild, wild west, you know? You can't go back to Wisconsin, can you? Uh, 2025, I believe. You know what? When when Chrysler goes all electric, I think <laughs> is when can't. I'm allowed back in Wisconsin. <laughs> Boom. Okay. So what happened? You didn't obey the rules, did you? Yes. Or, you know, you, I didn't have all four on the floor, mm. as they say, um, in the teacher's world and uh, on the road at go-karts. Can I, uh, let me tell you my go-karting story. 
um, in San Diego, I took my nephews who are now 24 and 20, you know, 25 and 23. Um, I took them to the San Diego auto show, uh, which happens around new year every year. I took them and I, uh, one of the things I do is make it a mini vacation for them. And so we do something every day and they chose to do electric go-karting this one day. And there's a lot of kids there sort of between 14 and 18, 19. And, you know, that's when kids are brats. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be straightforward. Sure. Again. Pre-license. Brats. and Yeah. Pre-license early drivers need a good slap around the back of their head, a lot of them. But they're not my kids and that wouldn't be inappropriate. So you get out on the track and they get the equal car, supposedly, where they're never equal. Some cars are better than others on the yeah, track. They you, lie to you. Yeah, they do. And you get equal car. You get, you know, they're usually skinny kids, whereas I'm a full out adult, full in some parts of my body more than others. And so they're usually skinny, wafy little kids, and they got attitude. And the, you know, you're told not to bump people and not to be aggressive. They get aggressive. They push you in the track. They force you. They spin you out. And I, you know, I may have mentioned on this show before, I drive, I have driven a vehicle with lights and sirens before as part of my career. Mm -hmm. Don't push me. (laughs) Don't push me. (laughs) And so, you know, they spin me out a couple of times and... I, I I got you, buddy. I know who you are, and your time will come. And so I get behind them a couple of times, and I'm sure you're familiar with something called the pit maneuver. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, Nick. Uh, <laughs> they're kids. Yeah. They're kids, and I may have pitted them a couple of times and spun them completely off the track and out. And I may have got caught doing it, and I may have had my engine turned off remotely. <laughs> of which I lost my temper and may have had, you know... More colorful language that we... No, I may have gone for the people and and said, listen, you either control these kids and stop them doing it to me or they'll get it back. And, uh, you know, and they're usually guys who are running it are fairly young. And when you get a guy who's coming up to you who clearly (laughs) is not happy... Yeah. And knows how to talk to them and says, listen, you need to obey the rules for everybody and manage your these people properly or you're going to have some issues here and you're not going to have it with me. You're going to have some real problems. And uh, they're like, oh, yes, sir. <laughs> but I usually control my temper pretty well. But yeah. when they're obviously not managing it very well and they, they start to do those things. So. I just pitted the kids out and started to the ones that were being bullies and not just to me, but they were being bullies to the other kids and they watch the guys when they weren't watching and they'd start ramming some of the little, little kids, you know, some little girls there racing six, seven year olds and they'd be pushing them into the wall and stuff. I wasn't having any of that. You're kind of like so. the Robin hood of, of mini car. Racing. Oh no, I'm just a bully. <laughs> Let's not glorify me. I'm just a big bully. Uh, I'm not a big guy, but I know how to handle a car. So anyway, getting back to the mini thing, minis are like the go-karts. You know, you can throw them around the track. When you get to know how they how they roll, they are so much fun. But they make me 
let's say, make I take more risks with a Mini. It's so much fun to drive when you put those things on the road. And, they, you know, they're, they're little four-cylinder engines. They have so much cool tech in them. They have, you know, the heads-up display, connected drive services. Uh, they even have a concierge service. You can connect your phone. You get Apple CarPlay. You sort of, sort of get that big round screen in the middle. And even if you need things like navigation, you get those type of things. They look great from the outside as well. Um, the new mini sort of features on the outside, they've updated the exterior, the sort of interior up updated as well. Napa leather, leather steering wheel, uh, really nice headliner uh, on the inside. Uh, the John Cooper Works sports seats, those I really like in the new 2022s. Uh, of course, Mini have the ambient lighting on the inside as well. That always gives a nice touch. I think that many people don't get the opportunity to go to dealerships and look at these cars at night because uh, especially Mercedes now with the all those ambient lighting colors on the inside, you get to see all of those and they look really nice. Um, the driving modes, which are great, although I will tell you, I fairly rarely take these vehicles out of sport mode, which unfortunately can suck the gas tank down as well. Uh, LED headlights, uh, they're great to brighten up the road with the new lighting package as well, the media display. Um, there's also a whole bunch of other cool stuff in there as well, like safety features, um, the comfort and versatility features as well, um, including like comforting armrests. And you can even get stuff in the trunk now with the split 60-40 seats, um, as well as the great 8.8 .8 touchscreen. We mentioned that already. And of course, um, I always feel quite safe with them as well because of the eight airbags. Even a small vehicle like that, you get eight airbags. So it's the full package. I've owned two Minis. Um, I always regret selling my last one. The, I had a country uh, and a Clubman, which is the wagon version. You'd see me with five dogs in a wagon version of a Mini. Me and my spouse is like uh, crammed into Mini on vacation. That's my favorite one, Nick. It is? The Clubman, specifically that one. I can understand why uh, Mr. Bean had an armchair on the roof so mm. he could get all the stuff. And I've seen that Mr. Bean Mini. I was really depressed. I've never seen... I never understood... I, know, I haven't seen all the Mr. Bean uh, shows, but I never understood why some shows had him in the green Mini, the original Mr. Bean and some had a red Mini, and I never understood. And I was in Germany in a restaurant, and I looked up, and there was a Mr. Bean episode, and a tank ran over his green Mini. <laughs> it was destroyed. And uh, that, and then he went out and bought a red Mini. Which so was, it was part of the storyline. It was part of the storyline. I was really depressed. But I've seen the uh, green Mini from the show. It's in the BMW Museum in uh, Munich. I actually saw it. I took some video of it. Cried a little, stroked it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's got the armchair on the roof. It's got uh, it's full of Christmas presents and stuff. I was yeah. going to ask what sold you more. Was it Mr. Bean or the Italian? Oh, I was but I way, know. way in love with it before any of those came okay. around. Yeah, I had, I had a mini. Uh, I, had a, I had a mini growing up in England. My mum actually learned to drive on a mini too. Yeah, she ran over a policeman's foot, but I'll save that story for a whole other time. On neck, on neck. Stand by, more show coming up. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. 
Over 17,000 people have downloaded our Auto Expert podcast and many more have streamed our Auto Expert. Join the happy listeners by iHeartRadio, Pandora app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, OurAutoExpert.com. Hours of endless fun await you. Our Auto Expert. It, uh, this week is going to be joined by... Automatic Andy and Automatic Anthony. Probably Anthony, we should come up with a better name for you. Yeah, that's technically my name, but I can share today. What about Cheesehead Anthony? Well, that's something. Not I don't want to very... infringe on, on Andy's gimmick. So. Yeah, it's not very uh, car yeah, related, is yeah. it? Cheesehead. No. Oil Anthony? Sure. <laughs> what, about, what, about, what about manual, manual Anthony? No. <laughs> Try again. Manual, manual. Crankshaft, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. What about oxygen sensor, Anthony? Oh, oxygen sensor, Anthony. It's yeah. a little lumpy, isn't what it? What was the Chrysler, the wind tunnel? Yeah, wind tunnel, Anthony. The airflow concept. Airflow, yes. Airflow concept. Airflow, Anthony. Ooh. Ooh that's slick. Uh-oh. That's so slick. Uh-oh. Man, why is that going to be cooler than mine? <laughs> that's so you, cool. You didn't want me in your automatic family. What I, that's true. That's what true. about air, airy, Anthony? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> get it seems hurtful um you know you seem like a guy that would have a subaru wilderness i'm interested I, my ears perked up when i heard that we were talking about the the subaru wilderness the which is well the forester but the wilderness is like a family of subarus it's a, it's that? a trim level okay are you a wilderness guy you sleep under a tree and eat mushrooms do you, do you make friends with ichabogs uh, sometimes I do some of those things, but I, I, I like the Subaru because it allows me, it gives me the option to do some of those things. Yeah. So, um, but sure. I'll, are you a wilderness person? I really like the great indoors, but do you, I, I didn't, okay. <laughs> great indoors. Yeah. I like the concrete jungle. Do you buy Tom's? Sure. <laughs> uh, in Wisconsin, don't like the outdoors. Oregon, love it. Don't care. This this weather is really nothing. The the yeah. rain doesn't bother me. So when it comes to Oregon, I think yeah, I'm an outdoorsy person here. Really? Yes. Wisconsin, no. It's not. I'm a, I'm a real outdoorsy person in Florida. Okay. See, there you go. <laughs> Everybody has their has their spot in the winter, yes. not in the summer. I feel that. I'm an outdoorsy person, whatever state I broadcast in. Love you. Mm, I like, very nice. I like being outdoorsy in virtual reality. No, uh, in Dungeons and Dragons and yep. dot coms and Magic the Gatherings. Yeah, I played uh, the Oculus here at Nick's house outside. So I have to tell you, this is this is how things go with Automatic Andy. He'll go like this. Hey, there's a new Toyota Avalon, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Okay, uh, they had one last year, is it new? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm onto a Ferrari story now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm already working so, my way out of it. He's so millennially, he's like, yeah, what? No, that was 30 seconds ago. What, he's past um, it, he's beyond it. Yeah. He's over it. He's a, yeah, they, they launched a car into space and then drove back again. They did? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm looking at some new tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just, there's so much... There's so much going. Like my body is slow, but my mind is quick. I can't. I can't get the the, the charger unplugged from the MX30. But Andrew, uh, something else. Yeah, that's it. That's probably what happened. I think I didn't do it right, and I just got. I thought I did it right, but yeah, he's like he's onto something else. Someone killed my dragon. <laughs> yeah, I just. There's so much going on in the world, Nick. It's it's hard to keep up with him. 
I've never met anybody that's so into cars and so into Dungeons and Dragons at the same time. It's like an oxymoron. It's like I'm a vegan who really likes cream. <laughs> I'm but I get so it. confused right now. Yeah, that's no, that's my life. <clears throat> I'm a vegan who really loves fried eggs. <laughs> yeah, I'm a vegan who likes barbecue. <laughs> so confused right now. It's very confusing. Um, what have you learned on the show today, Andrew? Uh, that the the wilderness is my favorite kind of Subaru because it says. I'll come pick you up in the bad weather and look cool while doing it. Oh, really? Have you uh, learned anything, Anthony? Um, I learned about Sao Paulo yellow. green, yellow. 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 Oof. <sighs> swing and a miss. Yeah, swing and a miss, and uh, my eyes hurt. I, uh, you know what I learned? Tell me. <laughs> I need to learn more. That's what I learned. There is uh, definitely a lot of new tech stuff going on, and every time I turn around, it seems like we've added another 100 mile range to electric cars. I mean, I thought it was crazy that we'd broken the 400 mile range. Now we're breaking the 600 mile range. What happened? I'm still not happy. <laughs> You're never happy now. Are like you? We can get more. We can get more. You, this is coming for the millennial that wants a 1200 mile range before you'll even consider an electric car. And then you'll want to pay 31 cents for it. <laughs> yes how did you know that because you want you want this is this is exactly what i'll go through with him i want my meat-free chicken sandwich to taste like real chicken but to be made of all natural substances yep <laughs> yeah but it could be completely yeah. natural but to taste just like real chicken, mm -hmm. but to involve no chickens at all. Right. No chickens. But it'll have it, it'll have one ingredient and has to taste just like chicken. Well, how about chicken? No. <laughs> no. I don't want it. I don't want it. No. And I won't buy it. But I want it to cost nothing. And I want it to taste like it. And yeah. I want it now. Yeah. And it needs to be hot now. It needs to be really spicy, so it's almost too hot to eat, but I don't need to be kept up all night with stomach ache. I feel like I would be the dummy to stand in line for 20 minutes just to leave because he got angry to stand in line 20 more minutes somewhere else. Yeah. Just out of spite. I feel like every other week I do something like that. <laughs> and I feel like I'm really sticking it to them, but I end up just doing the same thing, taking as much or more time. I don't. I would never use the card delivery service because they keep dropping cards. So, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use them. Did you guys see that? Oh. Uh, yeah, a card the, the delivery TikTok. company... Uh, Brought, there's a couple of videos out now, actually, of two different types of cars, but the last one I saw was a Honda Genesis. And they dropped it from, like, two feet off the, the tow thing. <laughs> you know where they, they do, they, they deliver your car to your house when you buy it? Uh, those companies? Mm -hmm. Just saying, there's a reason I shop at Dick Hanna. That's yeah. it. There's a reason I shop at Dick Hanna. All right. If you want to enjoy our website, it's there 24-7, ourautoexpert.com. You can go to the website, listen to all previous episodes of the show. You can see our videos on Fox Television around the country. And you can also enjoy the beautiful faces. More Our Auto Expert is available 24-7 at ourautoexpert.com. You've been listening to Our Auto Expert with Nick Mile. Find all the show episodes at ourautoexpert.com. Please follow us on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Our Auto Expert. And message us for a quick and witty response.